It's important to remember that on that day, it wasn't a day that commemorated a year that had been just like the best year ever. In that year, many of their family members had died, and they had had a lot of trials, actually, and they had a lot of very hard times, but they were thankful to be through it, and they were thankful that in the middle of all that, God was faithful to them. That's how it started, and Scripture says that we can be thankful in all things. Now, we aren't thankful for all things, okay, but we can be thankful to God in all things. So it's interesting that when you look back, it was 1863, Abraham Lincoln, as an, and he proclaimed by an act of Congress that the third, the last Thursday of November as a day of not just Turkey Day, no, it's not what he said, and he didn't say that the Lions had to play at home every time either. It's not what he said, okay? Even though that's true. He said he proclaimed it as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father. They used funny words back then, a few hundred years ago. Our gracious Father, I'm going to use a different word, who dwells in the heavens. He didn't just say a thanksgiving day or a day of thanks. He said a day of thanks to our beneficent Father. See, because when you're, when you're going to give thanks, you have to give thanks to someone, right? If you're going to give thanks and on a Thanksgiving day, you got to give thanks to someone. And Abraham Lincoln knew who we had to give thanks to. Now, many in our culture don't want to admit that there is a God, one God, his name is Jehovah, and, or El Shaddai or El Elyon, or there's a lot of names he has, but there's one God and his son, Jesus Christ. And even President Lincoln said, holy scriptures proven by all history that those nations are blessed whose God is the Lord. And then he said, but we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which has preserved us and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined that by the deceitfulness of our own hearts that these blessings were produced somehow by superior, by our superior wisdom and virtue of our own. It seems proper and fitting that God should be solemnly and reverently and gratefully acknowledged as one heart and one voice by the entire American people. That's our history. Our history as Americans, we have had leaders that acknowledge God as the provider and as the source of all good things in our lives. And we as a church, when we look back at, at our history, we can, we can look back with, with gratefulness and thanksgiving to God even for the history of our nation that we have such a rich history of being tied directly to God, our Father, and our leaders publicly acknowledging God as the source of all good things. I'm so thankful for that. So as we go into the day tomorrow, and as we continue tonight, it's not just about giving thanks, but it's giving thanks to God for the great things he has done, for his character, for his faithfulness, for his goodness to us. We're going to be having, amen. We're going to be having, <laughs> go ahead and give them thanks. Thank you, Lord. We're going to be having uh, testimonies. It's going to be open mic Wednesday. Okay. So we're going to be, I'm going to be up here and I'm going to come right down here and I'm going to stand down here and I'm going to um, invite whoever wants to come forward and give a testimony. And I'm going to lay down some rules because you got to have a little bit of decently and in order. So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to hold the mic. This is Bernie's mic. <laughs> if you take it from me, it's not going to be pretty. I will hold the mic for everybody. Okay? It's all good. Just don't run off with my mic. Rule number one. Rule number two, 
if you go too long, I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder. If you keep going after I put my hand on your shoulder, I'm going to have to learn how to do that Spock grip thing. Okay? So I'm just teasing. But you know, you get the picture. Two minutes tops. Okay? I'm not going to have an egg timer, but two minutes. So I don't want to your whole life history all the way back to 1966. Okay? So something that you are thankful for and you're thankful to God for and you want to give God praise. That's what these are about. These are going to be, I want to give God praise and thanksgiving for whatever it is that happened in the last year. Okay? So if something happened in the last year and you're grateful to God and you're thankful to God and you want to give God praise, I want you to come up here and tell us about it because we all want to rejoice with you. All right? Is that deal? Everybody okay with that? All right. Now, I'm going to go first because I have the mic. And I'm going to hold myself to it, so I'm not going to take more than two minutes. On December 29 of last year, I had a heart attack. And um, it wasn't one of those fall down and, you know, almost die. But, yeah, it was almost that. I had a lot of clogged arteries. Ended up with open heart surgery. And um, about an eight-week recovery. But since then, I am healthier and I feel better than I've felt in 20 years. And I'm just thankful to God for his gracious... That he used the surgeons, that he used the rehab, that he used my wife helping me learn how to eat better, that he used all the different things. And I'm just so grateful for his graciousness. And in this year, since um, I had the heart attack and the surgery and all that, since then, God blessed us with a little baby girl. Her name is Isley. She's right there. And another daughter-in-law. And it's just been an amazing year. But it started out pretty crummy. Okay? It started out just like I said to my wife. That was the worst New Year's Eve I've ever had in my entire life. But it's been a fantastic year. And I'm just really grateful for it. So I want to give God thanks and praise. So... With that, come on up here. Come on, don't make me stand here. Come on, come up. What's that? I didn't want to scare you all off. Come on now. I'm, I promise I won't bite. Tell us, if you would, tell us your first name and then what you're thankful for. I already know, but you got to tell them. <laughs> exactly. I'm Sherry Prince, and I'm so glad you told that story for, first because it actually something goes along with that. About three weeks ago, I'm giving God so much praise. Three weeks ago, my husband called me on the phone. I was working and he says, I got to talk to you. And I met him in the parking lot and he said, something's going on with me. I just don't feel very good. And I said, well, let's just pray. And I prayed for him and he got worse. <laughs> and he go, so we ended up going to the doctor and the doctor's like, something's going on. We're going to call an ambulance. And um, so I decided to go home and get my son and, and, um, and um, one of the things that happened on my way out of the doctor's office is, is a kind nurse trying to do her job, put her arm around me and she said, honey, it's okay to be afraid. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. That was like, I, I know Second Timothy 1 verse 7 says that God has not given me a spirit of fear, but he's given me one of power and love and a sound mind. And I got in my car and I was like, no. And I just said, Lord, I thank you for that sound mind. And that, you know, and I just received that verse and I went home, got my son. And when I came back, they said, your husband has had a heart attack. And so we, um, I said, okay. So I quickly texted Bernie, <laughs> and he grabbed Merle, and they took off to the hospital. I didn't know they were going to do that, but I just wanted them to pray. And um, and when we got to the hospital, they met us there. And um, I had my son and I had so much peace that when the doctor took us back and we were preparing my husband for the surgery, the doctor comes over to me and he says, um, he says to me, um, your husband's had a major heart attack. It's been in, it's in the um, it's 
in the Widowmaker, which is the main artery. He's getting two stints, and um, this is crucial time. And I just looked at him. I said, okay. And then as my husband was being wheeled out, he goes, hey, Sherry. He goes, don't forget about my wallet. And we just laughed. My son and I just laughed. And then we went back, and then Merle and um, Bernie prayed. And one of the things that he prayed, that that my husband would have no heart damage. And I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know anything about hearts, but he did because he had been through that. And guess what? My husband had no heart damage. They went in through this vein. He has a tiny dot. So anyway, I'm giving God praise and thanks for his miracle working power and the awesome. power of his word. Amen. Tell us your first name. I know it, but tell them. Right, uh, my name is Noah. And uh, earlier, uh, late August, there was a tornado that came through, and um, it hit our backyard and tore everything up, tore down 40-plus trees, um, and it made a, quite a mess. Uh, made my mom mad because we had just finished everything. It looked super nice. And uh, ironically, a couple nights before, we had had like a party, and my mom said, oh, couldn't be any happier. It looks amazing. And uh, a couple days later, a tornado came through and tore it all up. Um, but I'm just super thankful that, um, not that it came through and tore everything up, but the people that came around, uh, we had people we didn't even know, our neighbors we never talked to came by with uh, giant machines, and we had most of it cleared out in a couple of days, and uh, we, just, we just finished cutting the rest of the wood. So I'm just thankful that we got it done in a couple of months, um, all the people that came and helped us. And nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, my name is Austin Wahlberg, and I am thankful for this church community. I I was introduced to it by my friend Brian. I think he's out here somewhere. And That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, he first met me in not a right, not a good way, but okay. like he helped me get out of some trouble. And this church has brought me to places that like I never thought. I could find myself at. Thank you. Like, thank you, Jesus. yeah, thank Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, to this day, am lucky to be alive and not in trouble and not anywhere I don't want to be. Thank Jesus. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thank you. Michael, Michael Hines. Uh, man, what a blessing. Uh, I had to come up and give God praise man, for everything in my life. Uh, I suppose the overarching thing, the theme for this whole year has been brokenness. Um, the brokenness and surrender. Man, I know everybody can relate. Uh, crazy anxiety, the world moving crazy. Um, man, it hurts me so much. Uh, so much attack so much pain on the body of Christ. And man, I'm so blessed to be part of the body of Christ and just to have this fellowship inside of us and that God would, would be among us and Emmanuel, that we have this peace. And I, uh, my testimony uh, is this peace. It's overwhelming, even through trial and the bottom, the, this big ball I get sometimes, the anxiety just trying to come against me and fighting against me. And I just feel that, that freedom, um, just, just true freedom. In the, in the peace of God, and that even in the middle of while, while I'm feeling that, I know that God has my back. He's got all of our back, and he's linking us together and trying to, seeking this body and this bride, that this is beauty and this glory, and I just love that. Uh, man, I'm so grateful just to be part of God's family. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Thank you.
so thankful for for God and, and what he's done in my life uh, through the Res Life family. Um, born and raised in a Christian home all my life and found out um, a little over a year ago I, I knew about God all my life. Um, I like to compare it to kind of like the, we all kind of knew about the presidents, you know. Um, that's how my relationship was with God. I knew all about, you know. Uh, but I, could I say I knew, could we, could, I, could we actually say that we knew the president? We know the president, you know. United States, Donald Trump right now, personally, no, we, we knew all about him, and that was my relationship with God. And uh, God broke me and brought me to a low, low spot, and he's brought me to a joy and peace and love. I've never experienced anything like it, and it's just it's skyrocketing every day, and he's revealing himself more to me and, and what breaks his heart. And I'm just so thankful that he's, he's breaking me for what breaks his heart, uh, the people that are lost and dying and hopeless uh, across the world. And uh, I'm just so blessed uh, of what he's doing in my life, where, he, where he's, he's taken me so fast, uh, so undeserving of it. Uh, his love, his grace just overwhelms me more daily. Um, he's just got me on the move, and in places I, a year ago, I would have told you I was, you're crazy, you know, if I fire my at where I'm at. But yeah, I'm just overwhelmed with his grace and his love and uh, the peace that he's brought me. <laughs> to show to others. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm Cindy DeBoer, and I'm very thankful for a great doctor's report that I got this morning. Um, for those of you... Thank you, Lord. For those of you that don't know my story, um, about three years ago I started having seizures, and after an MRI two years ago, they found a massive brain tumor. Um, the Lord directed me to an awesome surgeon who I told him I believed my Heavenly Father could heal me. And he said he believed that also, and his hands would play a part in that. It was a 10-hour surgery, and they successfully removed 95% of the tumor. From the first phone call from the neurosurgeon to the numerous doctor appointments, I have felt overwhelming peace from the only one who can give us true peace. Yes. Each step of the way, I have felt him encouraging and um, encouraging and pressing me on with his love. So I am especially thankful to this church and the many people who came alongside of me and helped me walk this journey and encouraged me to believe in our ultimate healer. So when I went back to my oncologist this morning for a follow-up MRI that I had last week, I knew I was going to be okay because my father had already told me I was healed, and I believe him. But it was good to hear the doctor say, another good report. Everything looks great. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. My name is Kaylee Trumbach, and I want to thank God for my uncle that passed away last year and um you accept the lord and i want to thank this church and um around july he passed away and he was prolonging about the people who want to accept the lord go see him in his apartment and then finally he accepted the lord and i've been praying for him for a very long time and i've been talking to him about god and he died with a broken heart after that and his kids just disowned him and my, my cousins don't know the Lord, and they're in the dark. But he did. Yeah. But he accepted the Lord before he passed away. He did, and he left a lot of memories, and Thank you, missed Lord. him a lot. Thank you. My name is Phoebe Dash. I've been here a year and about two months. And I, I really can't even begin to tell you how tremendously blessed I feel to be a part of this ministry from the, from the very first day I walked through the door. And, and you know, I know a lot of times people think, okay, that's such a huge church. I could never go to such a big, big church. But they don't realize that the spirit of the living God is moving among this congregation. Hallelujah. And there is a spirit of intimacy right here. I've been, I've been a, a, a Christian for many years. When I say many, I mean many. <laughs> and I've experienced a lot of religion. But I can tell you that this place has 
taken me to a whole new level of liberty to be led of the Spirit. And I, 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 just, I just hope everyone here realize how blessed we are. And I thank God for, for the leadership that he's placed here. I, I, can't even t I can't even begin to tell you. Uh, I, I've had an opportunity to become a part of the Dream Center, and for me, it, it is like a dream come true because it gives me an opportunity to walk out what God has already put in my heart. And all I can say is praise God with all my heart, mind, soul, being. Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Brother, you're done. No. <laughs> you can't follow that one. Yeah, you want me to quit now? Right. No, no, don't quit at all. I want to hear exactly what happened. What's your first name? My name is Mark Cornell, and we started off this year with a bang. Our first, our furnace went out, and it was like should have known the first year it was this was going to be a bad year. April, I had my gallbladder taken out in Amarillo, Texas, and I'm over the road truck drivers. God has a plan when we go through some bad stuff. You know, you just turn it over to him and say, here, Lord, take care of it. Well, that wasn't enough. Three days before my wife was going for a total knee replacement, I found out I had cancer. Well, somebody please turn the water off. But you know, you still keep your faith. I think God wanted to see how how long we were how, how faithful we were gonna be. Three days before she had knee replacement, I, I come down with thyroid cancer. We went through six months of trials, tribulations, marital problems. We come to church, we still stayed faithful. This morning I went in for my full body stand at nine o'clock. I've heard horror stories about people that had what I had. They were through a lot more. And they were told they weren't gonna get their results within three weeks. Six hours later, my cancer doctor called me and told me, Mark, the cancer is gone. <laughs> Turn in Jesus' name. No. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. What's your first name? My name's Zach Knoll. Um, I just want to say I'm thankful for uh, being delivered. Uh, last year, I was sitting in jail, and I didn't know what I was thankful for then. But uh, now I'm thankful that I'm delivered from... Uh, my addiction and my past, and I'm thankful for uh, Western Michigan Teen Challenge. That I'm, yeah. a, I'm a student there, and it's just it's awesome to have the love and support from this church and my family. And I'm thankful for being redeemed, for being set free from all my sins and my bondage. And yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Move a little bit more this way so we can get in the, in the light so they can see it. There we go. My name's Louis Anton, but I go by Louis. Uh, um, I'm thankful for my grandma. It has been 14 years she has raised me, and without her, I don't know where I would be. heart attack at the age of 40 years old last November. Um, I was put on life support with a 1% chance to live. Um, so you're a one percenter? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because here you are. I was in a coma. Wow. Um, they, they didn't expect me to make it. 
but uh, they ended up, they wanted to put a trach in, and my mom said, me and my mom had a discussion before, and I said if I ever was in a car accident or anything like that, because they didn't know when I went down, I was gone longer than four minutes without oxygen. So when you're gone four minutes more or more without oxygen, stuff tends to happen. So I didn't want to wake up and not be able to move. Um, they are going to put a trach in. The doctor came in there and my mom says, no, if he can't breathe over the ventilator, then it's pretty much done. Um, they all came in. We were, they were standing around. Um, me, as they pulled the tubes out and, and all the stuff, I was on uh, pretty much, I think it was three weeks. Um, they pulled everything out and when they pushed the, the, the power button that actually stops my breathing, I took, started taking not one, but not two, but I started breathing on my own. Thank you. So, with all that being said, shortly after that, I woke up out of a coma, and then it was kind of like a movie. You know, when you open your eyes up, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> wow, it's blurry, you know? And my brother, my brother's right there. Hey, man, you remember me? I'm like, yeah, man, how's it going? He's like, oh. He gets, you know, it was, it was pretty, I was in there pretty much for a month. And it, it, it was, it's been, it's been a long ride, so. That's crazy. Yeah. So you look healthy. Yeah. Yep. You're doing good. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, you yeah. look good. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. What's your first name? I'm Diana, and I was born on Thanksgiving, and happy birthday to happy all of birthday. you who were born. It moves around. But um, uh, I had a friend who missed her 91st birthday by one day, and we had her funeral on Monday, so, but uh, through Billy Graham's Crusades, the old classics, she did come to know the Lord at 90. At 90. Wow, that's awesome. And I've lost um, five white-haired people this year, and I work with white-haired people, and I love people that are 70, 80, 90, 100, and I, I hope you all do too, and I hope you appreci appreciate that age group yeah. and love them, and if you get to sit with them and just be with them, um, they're such a treasure, and our culture um, takes away from their worth. So be sure to not be affected by that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Angela, and it's been a rough couple of years. Um, divorce, you know, financially destitute. There was a lot, but the hardest parts about this were my 11-year-old son hit rock bottom and we went through some difficult times with him and with that. Um, but the thing that I'm most, most thankful for is that through all of that in this past year, the Lord has exceedingly and abundantly more than I could ever hope for or imagine. Um, purchasing the home that I rented for a long time, didn't know how we were going to keep it when my husband left. Uh, a fantastic, amazing career that affords me a financial freedom that I had no idea I would ever, ever seek. And a son who is now 13 and strong and healthy and good and he is a good boy. And the thing that I can tell you that I am most grateful for when I look around a couple of months ago, Pastor talked about how we needed godly friends and real godly friends. And when I look, when I look around, I remember I sat there during that service and I thought, thank you, Jesus, because I have so many friends. And through the past two years, this church and the people of this church 
have come up and they have come around us and they have so many friends so many people have loved us and Robert and I are both so grateful thank you still continue to eat your muscles uh, even after you stopped and I knew something was wrong uh, because they test people on their memory and I was losing mine and I asked the one doctor and he said no it's not that and then in choir uh, and I can't say enough good things about choir everybody should come to choir um, because you feel really close to God and it's so fun, Pastor, it's so fun. But anyway, in choir, a girl asked me a question, and, and so I told her I was taking this medication, and she said, oh, no, um, that causes, you know, brain damage. And, and I was like, what? <laughs> so I stopped taking it. I researched it. I stopped taking it, and I went up for prayer and asked uh, for God to restore my mind, and it's actually better than new sounds funny um, and the reason I know was when Dr. Carolyn Leaf was here uh, she, uh, I could never understand her I followed her for years uh, but when she talks so fast I could understand her now and I can also understand uh, when she talks about the quantum physics love is um, it just heals the brokenness, the brain, uh, the broken pathways in our brain, and that's what we all do here as a family with God's Word through pastors and through choir, and just the love of God heals our mind, and He just loves us so much. And so, thank you, everyone, for the prayer, and pray without ceasing. leaders and the youth and all our small group leaders and especially Kendra for organizing all of our trips. They're fun. <laughs> yeah. We're just thankful for all the love that we get in the youth room. It's awesome. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Yay, Kendra. <laughs> in front of people, but I just had to come up. Oh, I'm Anna, sorry. And um, this is my year, one year anniversary of being at this church. And um, I came to Res, always been a Christian, always strong faith. And um, over the past year, that faith had been really, really rocked. And one thing in my almost 30 years of um, being raised in the church, one thing I learned was that the church was not not a very loving place. And um, over the past year, I just really, really needed to feel loved. Um, this past April, I had major, major surgery, um, a uh, revision of a surgery I had 13 years ago. 13 years ago, I almost died in the same surgery. And um, so I came to Res, and within just the first day, people um, came up to me, you know, how can we love you? How can we pray for you? And um, nine months, about nine months later, I had the surgery, and uh, people every day, all day, eight days in the hospital, people were there praying for me, loving on me. And um, I've been through a bunch of other things since being here, up and down, good things, bad things, the surgery. 
I found out a couple months ago after four years I'm getting a therapy dog. And um, um, Rez has just really, really been here for me. And I just want to thank God and thank you all for um, restoring my faith. My name is Jesse. For some of you know me and some of you don't. I'm Roger's mom. <laughs> um, I am so thankful for this church because it is in this church that I found the family that I never had growing up. Growing up, growing up, um, abuse, verbal abuse, you name it, I went through it my whole life. And my whole life, I wondered, God, where were you? God, where were you? God, where were you my whole life? So I started coming to this church, and I got baptized. And I met Ron and Carolee Harkins. It's because of God that they saved me. They, they, they really saved me because it hadn't been for God and for them. I would have lost my son. them when I got baptized I think it was like uh, three years ago I was still pregnant at the time I believe and I wanted to get baptized and Ron came up and said you want to get baptized I said yes so he helped me get baptized and I didn't see him for like a couple months and then I had my son Roger um, 10 14 and something really bad happened. My stitches broke open because um, I, I got an infection. My C-section got an infection. So I stayed at their house for a while. And I was really, really broken and really scared. Afraid of people. Afraid of human contact. Look at me now. <laughs> Praise Jesus. So, um, so I ended up in Pine Rest for a while because I had a breakdown and got out of Pine Rest and had some court dates and just, oh, I'm just going to lose my son. I'm just going to lose my son. But God said, no, this is just preparing you for being an awesome mom. And the court still thinks I'm going to end up being a statistic because my parents were. And I'm like, no, this stops here. That's right. That's right. And um, so I had a court date like three or four months ago. This is awesome too. Um, I, not this part, but there's a part in it. And I tried to commit suicide and was in the hospital for three days and then in pine rest. And I get to my room and I look at the door and my room number at pine rest was 316. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. My room number at Pine Rust was 3.16. That was awesome. That was God telling me something. That wasn't telling me something. And so um, got out of Pine Rust and, and woke up, and I'm just like, you know what? I have too much to live for because I've spent most of my life just, I want to give up. I want to die. I want to go home. And God's like, no, your son needs you. People need you. You have people that love you and care about you. And I'm just like, yes. So that, that was something good that came out of it because God was able to show me through that where he was. And finally, my biggest question in my entire life was answered. God, where were you my whole life? God said, I was right here. Ron helped me realize this. God's been there for me my whole life. It isn't God that has failed me in my situations with my parents and abuse and stuff. It is those people because those people, God wanted them to help me and they failed to see God's message for them. So um, I'm... I got a lot. I got a job. So that's that's my yeah. biggest awesome news. So I am so thankful for God in my life being there for me and I'm thankful for this church because this church has really helped me grow and I really needed that and I am thankful to Ron and Carolee Harkins. Thank you guys wherever you are. I love you. So and awesome. yes. Great report. Thank you. Come on, guys. 
my name is Kevin. Um, I was just sitting back in a pew, and I have so much to be thankful for, and I thought, you know, I'm good. I'm not going to come up here. I'm just going to be thankful to God back in the pew, and, you know, the, the testimony that we had, the impact that it had on our family and our boys and our children, they kept hitting me and hitting me and hitting me, and they said, Dad, you got to go tell them. you got to go tell them. I'm good. I'm just thanking God back here. I'm good. My wife says, if you go up there, you can't cry, so I can't cry. So It's okay if you cry. All right. Thank you, Pastor. I'm overriding your wife. Sweet. Um, so uh, I have a brother that's two years older than me, and he struggled with alcohol for over the majority of his life. He was introduced to it at the age of uh, 15 and he's uh, 45 now, and uh, been in and out of jail, and pretty much it has been, it's, it's been a bondage for him. And um, we've continued to pray. I think we've spoken with every prayer pastor on every Sunday, um, and just continued to lift him up. Um, but he continued to make uh, bad, bad choices. And on August 6th, uh, he was riding his bike, riding, walking, I don't know, his bike home from a bar at 3.30 in the morning, uh, continuing to make bad choices, and he was hit by a car in a hit-and-run accident. Suffered a um, traumatic brain injury. His, uh, he had an arterial bleed on his uh, left lobe and a contusion on his right lobe. They went in and operated, and he was uh, in ICU for two weeks. And then he went to uh, uh, acute therapy for three weeks. Um, and at the end of his five-week stint there, he uh, somehow had enough whereabouts that he called a friend of his to come pick him up, checked him out of the hospital against medical advice. And so he got out of the system, and it put all of the pressure on my parents to try to continue to proceed to get help for him. And without the assistance and people there to continue to help him to make better choices, he went back to alcohol. And as a result of that, he got another public intox and was put into jail. So now my brother is in jail with a traumatic brain injury and because my parents knew that they couldn't handle him because of the dangers of the situation and what he was bringing into the house, we were waiting for insurance to get changed over from a plan that would have his coverage in Indiana so that he could receive coverage out of state. But all of the paperwork was such a hassle that he continued, we, we just left him in jail because it was a, the best safe environment. And after six weeks, insurance came to really tell us that we can't transfer his paperwork while he's in jail because you can only be on one Medicaid plan at a time and we're not able to start his paperwork to the next plan. So it forced my parents to bond him out of jail and take them back to his house so they could start the clock over again. And during that time while we were continuing to pray, um, he went back to drinking. Um, and he walked out of my parents' house, uh, and we didn't know where he was at. He's basically out on the streets because he doesn't have a home. And so, um, basically throughout all this, basically it came to a head this past Friday night. Uh, he had walked out of my parents' house for the second time. In fact, insurance said, we have, a, we have a plan for you. You check him out, you get him out of jail. The second time you take him to this facility, they're going to receive him. My parents paid 1100 bucks, bonded him out, took him to the facility, and they did not receive him. And so my parents were like, this is what you told us to do. What are we supposed to do? He walked out again. Now he's out on the street. Knowing that he's got a brain injury and an alcohol addiction, I told my wife, we don't know where he's at. 
got to go. There's nothing the insurance can do for him over the weekend. I was about a half an hour into my drive and um, got a call from my parents that the police had picked him up. And I was talking to the police. I called dispatch, got a hold of the officer. He called me back. And I begged the police officer, take him to jail. Take him to jail. Get him to a safe environment for the weekend so we can process his paperwork. And selfishly, I was like, man, I just take him to jail. I can go back home. He called me back and he said, I'm taking him to the ER. I said, why are you doing that? I said, he sobers up. You're going to turn him loose. Why are you doing that? And I was so mad. I said, whatever you do, don't let him go until I get there. I drove for seven hours. Got there at 2 a.m. Friday night. And I begged and pleaded with the people there to put him in a behavioral unit. And they called the doctor and said, he doesn't meet our criteria. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. 6 a.m. in the morning, they, they let him go. And here we are, my brother's uh, recovering from, he blew a, a .35. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, and that's uh, pretty common for him. So I said, Keith, we're going on a vacation. So I, hotel.com, booked two nights in a hotel slept by the door so he couldn't leave for two nights he was messing with the fire extinguisher in the room because he wanted a little excitement smoking in the room i was like oh my gosh what is going on god you got to help me just continue to pray um throughout this time we had sent out all kinds of prayer requests to the men's group reload i'm thankful for that the married uh, under 40 group um small group pastors Monday morning, they told us, oh, we'll have you all set insurance. And the lady that was advocating for us said, well, you'll be set. Monday, we'll get him in. Monday came and went. Insurance is still having problems. I'm like, I'm checked out of the hotel. What are, what are we doing? Um, and she said, you know what? You drive over to Illinois. We'll put you up in a hotel, and this will give us more time to continue to process paperwork. And I was like, paperwork? I'm tired of paperwork. <laughs> So we get over there and we take a tour of the facility because we're killing time. This is after countless trips to Walmart and McDonald's. I didn't know what to do to kill the time. We get over there, we get a tour. At the end of the tour, she's like, it's still not approved yet. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. What am I supposed to do? Am I gonna just drive home now? And I'm sitting in the car. And I remember a scripture that my parents read over him while he was in ICU. I looked that up. Psalm 138.8 says, The Lord will accomplish all that concerns me. In between being honest and being mad with God and just saying, God, it's obvious that nobody can do anything here but you. Within a half an hour, we got a call back that his insurance was approved. And I just needed to wait one more hour and they'd be able to admit him. So yesterday at 3.30 in the afternoon they admitted him. Thank you. Thank you. So he is receiving care now um, and, I, and I would ask everyone please continue to pray for him because he's got a long road, of him, road ahead of him with his brain injury recovery but also just to deliver him from that bondage of alcohol. But he's in somewhere safe. Today. Yes, he is. He is safe. He is in a secure facility. So. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's a long road. Yes. Thank Peace. You. Go get some rest. Thank you. How are you guys? What's your first name? I'm Chastity. Okay. Okay, so when I was 12, I was diagnosed with a autoimmune disorder, and it kind of just wiped me out for an entire week. I did nothing but sleep and take medicine. That's that's it. I couldn't move. I couldn't like, even open my eyes. I could hardly breathe. And so for about a month, I was in and out of the hospital for that reason. And then for the past five years, I'm 17 now, I have always been in and out of the hospital, in and out of seeing doctors for this and always taking medicine for it. 
and it's never really gotten better, but I haven't been to the doctors since May now, and I kind of came off of taking my medicine on my own. I just felt like I didn't need it anymore, and I haven't had a flare-up since May, actually. I mean, I get, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. I mean, like, yeah, I still get a little itchy sometimes, but I can breathe. I can see. I can. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. So it's a blessing. That's, that's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. How about you? I'm Victoria, and for, I want to say, five years, I had an extreme self-harm addiction, and it was really bad. So I was in and out of hospitals. I was almost admitted to Pine Rest, and it got to the point where I was like, God, I need family, I need friends, I need people to support me. So I can now say that I am nine and a half months clean, and I just thank God for supporting me. For thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thanks, girls. Thank you, Lord. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Well, if you all would just stand up, I think we're going to end tonight. We're going to end with just a, if you would indulge me, let's end with a very loud and raucous praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for all the great things that you have done. And when I count to three, I just want you to go crazy, okay, for Jesus. All right, are you ready? One. Two, three. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy of praise. We're so thankful for who you are. Worthy are you, Lord. We worship you. You are so worthy, Jesus. You're King of kings and Lord of lords. We worship you, Lord. Great are you and greatly to be praised. Father, we love you. We thank you that Jesus is Lord. Lord, we're so thankful that you go before us and you make a way where there is no way. Now, Father, as we go our way, all our different ways tomorrow, as we travel and drive into different places, thank you for safety on the road, safety as we travel, that no evil can come near us, no plague can come near our dwelling, that you give us level paths to walk on, that we will not stumble, will not fall, but you'll keep us with our coming in and our going out from this day forth and forevermore. And everybody said, amen. Have